Thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcasts. Before we start this episode, check out this ad. It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. Yes, yes, we are going live. We are live streaming right now on Twitch. Uh, supposed to be on YouTube, for ho- so hopefully you're catching us on YouTube. But welcome to Big Meat Sports. How are you doing, JC? I'm doing good. I <laughs> wish I was doing better if the Dolphins had won yesterday, but I'm all right. I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm excited about this new, uh, this new platform we're doing. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm excited too, and you know we got stuff that's gonna be popping up on the screen, so you can you know where to catch us. Um, but talking about the Dolphins, we're not gonna talk about them yet because I know it's a sensitive uh, subject for you. I know it's a sensitive subject for you, but we are gonna talk about the Dallas Cowboys, my Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, look, I am not gonna lie. I was not expecting them to win. I was not. I was expecting, uh, let's say, I was expecting uh, a possibly three-point loss, four-point loss, whatever, whatever the case may be. But we we pulled it out. Hey, I, I'm just I'm just excited, you know. Um, rush that defense, man. That defense is serious. Well, look, that that pass rush. Rush did what he had to do. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was not. Uh, how would I say? Rush managed the game. He only had 164 yeah, yards of passing. He could have had more. He could have had more. I'm not going to lie. He could have had more because CD Land did drop a couple, uh, you know, and I don't know what, what's up with him. He didn't, need to, do, he didn't need to do much. He had the running uh, game going. Yeah. And he had the defense was show, showing up. And that's that's why, and I'm going to put, I knew that this game was going was gonna to be something because, once this happened, I knew that we're, it was probably our day. And I'm going to show you right here. Nice. As they try to find their rhythm here early in the season. Third and one. Fake pressure to Stafford is buried. Ball is out. I remember. Yeah. yeah. That was the first drive, right? Yep. That was the first that drive. Was beautiful, man. Oh, my God. Hey, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything about it. Hey, look. How many beers did you try after that? I oh yeah, I, I was already down one beer. I was like, well, let me uh, let me let me fit on two right here because that's when I knew that we had a chance. Because the thing with Cooper Rush is that he's a game manager, and if you give us the lead, I feel like I just knew that we can. Our defense was not going to be pressing as much, and then right after that was the pub block, and then we were able to score three points off of that. But I just knew that with that momentum right there, it gave the confidence of the Dallas Cowboys to say, we are here. And oh, yeah. and look, I know, and people are saying the Rams and their offense, but they still got weapons. And other than Cooper Cup with that first, that one catch for 74 yards on digs, and it was, you know, one-handed grab, he didn't really do much. 2-2 uh, Atwell. 2-2 Atwell and uh, but damn both of them were on digs but and he even said that after the after the game those 10 points were on me um but man that defense it, it looks crazy I still don't know how Matthew Stafford threw for 300 yards might have been a lot of dinking dinking and dunking but hey I'm telling you this Dallas Cowboys team defensively is for real now with uh CD Lamb playing up like he's playing Michael Gallup with a nasty ass catch on the sideline 
um, and James Washington. Man, this this uh, this team is looking looking better than what everybody expected to be because the first game, oh, I know that uh, everything was coming down on the Cowboys. Everybody was talking about the season's over because that got injured and we don't have any any playmakers and so on and so forth. But I just you know. I'm I'm loving how this team responded. And tell me what, like, you know, at a you know non Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm pretty sure you watch uh, certain clips of the game and stuff like that. But tell me what you liked about the the Cowboys. Man, what I love about the Cowboys is the fact that the whole team rallied around Cooper Rush. I mean, you heard all the negativity. You heard everything from everybody, from the Colin Cowards to the Skip Bayless to the everybody to the Sand and Sharps of the world. Hey, your season's over. Yeah, you know. Um, but the Cowboys didn't let that happen. You know, Michael Parsons, who's really becoming one of my favorite players in the league, he didn't let that happen. You know, he didn't he didn't let that overcome you guys. You know, you guys he, they really rallied around him, and. And you, you know, you guys are beating quality teams too. You know, um, yeah. so it's 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 impressive to see to see the team come together like they have and really, really take off. I mean, against the Rams at home, that that might have been the toughest game, the toughest game um, mm-hmm. as of yet. And to to set the tone from that very very beginning, I know how that feels. I remember doing that to Arizona a couple of years ago, and it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, I really do like what I'm seeing. That defense is. Uh, what are you guys ranked right now? You have to be top five, right? I mean, you guys we, probably have the best D line in the in the game right now. We should be around top five. I know that we're the only team that hasn't hasn't given up 20 points this year. Everything has been 20 points or less, um, and we're the only team that has given up one touchdown each game. It hasn't been a multiple touchdown game. So, and but. What I like about this defense is so interchangeable. You got Michael Parsons, you got D Law, you got Dorrance Armstrong, you you got Neville Gallimore, uh, Odigizua, you know, and we're missing one of our run stoppers, Mohanna. It's just like it's so much people that you can uh, interchange Tristan Hill that Michael Parsons doesn't have to rush the passer all the time, you know. And then we have our linebackers, you know, Leighton Vanderish and Barr. It's just for us, it's. I, it reminds me of kind of Philly's defense about two years ago when they had nothing but pass rushers. Like if you're not playing, you know, a hurry up offense, they they'll just rotate another four in and stuff like that. And I feel like this is what the Dallas Cowboys constantly team getting pressure. Yes, constantly getting pressure. And when you know the thing that uh, had me kind of worried was, are the Rams going to run all over us? And because they do have a decent running game, you know, well last year. But this year they have Cam Akers, uh, they got Henderson, uh, so on and so forth. And I felt like they stopped the run. There was only a couple runs here and there, but they only they only rushed for 34 yards or 30-something yards. I think that that t- tells the defense, like as Dan Quinn looks at it, is like, holy shit, we have an opportunity to go over uh, to Philly and win the game. Because mm-hmm. to me, Philly – it's just a running team. They they run the ball, run the ball, they, and they, they try to set you up. Was that was that Arizona? They beat Arizona, and I and Arizona should have had that game. A lot of mistakes, and that's another discussion with Calamari and and the, his his coach. Uh, what's his Clinsbury? I, I just don't feel like they're they're meshing. Like I feel like there's some disconnect there, 
Um, and Kyler Murray, you know, I was watching on ESPN saying about, uh, I think it was um, not Marcus Wiley, but one of one of the uh, NFL Network uh, guys were talking about it's when you're in shotgun, you just cut. If you're a defensive guy, you're cut down like half of the playbook to worry about because you know that you don't have to worry about any bootlegs and so on and so forth because. When you're in shotgun, it's just you're, if you're doing like a play fake to a running back, you're you can see the ball instead of coming from underneath the center where you have to stretch and you see the ball and you have to come up. And you don't know if it's a run or not, and then go for the play action. It's a little bit harder. And then uh, where the where where the running back's position, you kind of know where the protection is sliding and so on and so forth. But you know, I, there's something wrong over there. But going back to you know Dallas and stuff like that. I just feel like that this defense under Dan Quinn, our safeties, Malik Hooker is, is they, I saw a pro football focus has him in the top four. Uh, and this guy is coming off of injury when everybody doubted him with all uh, the ACL, Achilles, and so on and so forth. They doubted him. He played solid for us last year and he's balling out this year. Man, I'm, hey, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this. For I'm this proud. You must game. be proud, man, because. Imagine you're you're the the focal point of your entire team, the face of your entire team gets hurt. You think, boom, season's over. Yeah, that tells you that shows you the resiliency and all of those that those players on that team that they did not allow that to happen. You know, there could very easily yeah. be one and four right now, like the Raiders. They just lost, by the way. Oh, um, the Raiders. <laughs> um, and I, and I and I lost my uh, fantasy matchup. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, and, and Omar, so, if you're you know, watching. Uh, a little bit later i'm sorry i beat you Can't, did that come back had it had it happen sorry about that but go ahead but you guys can easily be one and four maybe even zero and five man um yeah. but but you're not you're four and one and uh man the nfc east right now is looking tough i mean you got yeah, the yeah. eagles five and oh you got you and the giants four and one yeah and, and that was a surprise with the giants beating green bay over there in london but i think green bay is so, that that good anyway though I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Green Bay, but it's it's you, you can see Aaron Rodgers uh, upset. I, he was upset last week. I thought he was going to come out swinging that thing, but there's something with that defense, and they can't stop anybody. And the uh, you know the offense is not clicking on all cylinders. But the one question I got for you, JC, and um, looking from the outside as you know as a Dolphin fan, but you know because we're almost in the same predicament and. Uh, I'll ask you the question for the Dolphins a little bit later, but with the Cowboys record being four and one, okay, playing the Eagles next week, do you think that Dak Prescott should start versus the Eagles or hold him out one more week and and see how he does for like I think it's Chicago Bears and then Detroit Lions? Man, I. I... <laughs> If it ain't broken, don't fix it, man. I mean, not saying that, hey, let Cooper Rush take it the whole season. Yeah. But, man, you guys are on a roll right now. And I think if you bring Dak next week, you're kind of rushing it still, right? You're kind of rushing yeah, it's, it. It's one more week before – yeah, it's one more week before the the first projected uh, gu uh, guideline. You know, yeah. uh, Jerry Jones went and had, oh, he's only going to be four weeks, but that was, yeah. <laughs> that's not the case. But Yeah, listen, yeah, man, I, I'd start Cooper Rush. You guys are on a roll right now. I mean – Cooper Rush is not a world beater. He's not out there like you know, looking like Josh Allen, but he's getting the job yeah. done. He's managing the game, and you guys are winning with him. 
And yeah. I think you guys are more than capable of beating Philly. And you're playing at Philly, correct? We are playing at Philly, playing yes. Playing at Philly. Even if you lose, okay, you go to four and two, you still get another shot at them, and you're getting you're going to play them at home. So maybe, yeah. you know, save Dak for the next game. But I think you guys are more than capable of winning this game. And then what? You play Chicago, you said, in Detroit? Chicago and Detroit, and then the Those are a couple layups, man. So even, if, even <laughs> yeah. if you lost to Philly, which they're they're going to be a tough outing, but it's also yeah. a tough outing for them as well because that defense of Dallas right now is 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 balling hard. Yeah, they it, Philly has not seen a defense like that, you yeah. know. Um, so you you also haven't seen a rushing attack like Philly, so it's going to be an amazing game. It's a Sunday night game, right? It's a Sunday night game. Thank God we get a good Sunday night game. <laughs> these last ones have been atrocious. But, yeah. you know, and then and then you have those two games that are winnable. You know, you should beat Chicago. Detroit can score, but, look, they just got shut out by New England. New England has nobody. So then you have the bye. So, absolutely, you know, take your time with that. Look, I, I, I agree with you. I always – I said it from a couple podcasts ago, where is if Cooper Rush keeps on winning and he, we somehow beat the Rams, which we did – I think you hold them out versus the Eagles. And because the Eagles have a, a very good pass rush, and we we don't have uh, Jason Peters because he got hurt uh, before this game. Uh, it's it's a chest injury, uh, nothing major. They said it out for a few weeks. So you don't have that elite pa- uh, pass blocking that we, we should have. Um, we didn't uh, – Tyler Smith had his welcome to the NFL rookie moment because – I mean, Aaron Donald was just taking care of this boy, <laughs> and and it, and it, it, um and look, it's Aaron Donald, one of the best pass rushers in in, yeah. in the league. Um, so you're not having if you don't have your top guys, why put them out there and and risk of injuring it again? So that's I I agree with you. Hold them out one more one more week. Uh, his grip is his grip strength is getting you know it's, it's there. What's What's one more week going to hurt, okay? I don't care if we're vying for the number one or wild card spot. We have a shot to go to the playoffs right now. If we, With our schedule, how it, uh, uh, you know, is going out uh, to be, I think we can make the playoffs. I don't care if it's number one seed or wild card. Get into the dance. You saw what, you know, you saw what the 49ers did last year in the, in the wild card game, and then they beat us, and then went all the way to the championship game. So, I think we can, you know, I think we can do that. You can't have to worry about that number one seed, even though it's it's good luxury home field advantage. But you know, to me, I'm, hey, look, I'm, man, I'm Giants, okay with it. The Giants in 07 got in as a wild card and took out the uh, almost undefeated New England Patriots. So. Yeah, and they took. I think that's the year. Is that the year that they took us out and then took out the Green Bay Packers at home? So uh, yeah, I, I believe seven oh seven. I think it was so i'm not sure again i'm not a historian like that <laughs> so um but let's talk about let's switch gears talk about the dolphins and jets and look i am it is is frustrating to me to see that i had so much hope in teddy b taking you know like propelling you guys for victory and look i'm not gonna lie i went out to go get beer Came a little late, and all of a sudden, I said, "What the hell is Teddy B?" And and he got hurt on the first series. It was Bro, I, didn't, I, didn't even get, I didn't even get to see that play live. I was literally taking a piss. 
Um, <laughs> and you know those trulies, man. They uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I come back and it was it was a bizarre play from the beginning. Number one, they hit us with intentional grounding, but yet there was a tight end right there. Number two, they called it a safety because it was I guess it was in the end zone, but yeah. the ball never touched the end zone. That's what I was really confused about. Yeah. Josh Allen did the exact same thing to us when we played when they played down here and they didn't hit him with any of those calls. But the most bullshit thing about that is the fact that a spotter determined that Teddy Bridgewater did not look okay. He stumbled on his way to the to the to the to the huddle uh-huh. um and they pulled him out of the game. That's fucking bullshit because I've seen the video a thousand times everyone agrees. No one sees him stumbling. He gave the okay twice. I get it. You want to be safe and I get the whole thing with Tua changing yeah. the entire game now. Um, they they changed the rules. Now you got to follow new protocols, even though it's clear the Dolphins did not violate any protocols. I guess they saw that it wasn't enough. Yeah. So now they put in, I'm telling you, man, th- this new rule is going to, is, is once they start pulling players out like Josh Allen, Tom Brady, or any quarterback that's just vital to his team, yeah, it's it's going to be a problem. It's going to lose people games with Teddy Bridgewater. We win that game. Yeah. We were in the game for three quarters with a, a third string rookie Skyler quarterback Thompson, yeah. that has no business being in there yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, although I like Skylar Thompson. I like how he looked in preseason, but he was playing against third and fourth stringers, you yeah. know, to throw him in the game right away. It sucks. I, I, I knew that we were doomed, but I was impressed for three quarters, how we were, you know, we changed. You can tell they changed the game plan to suit him, to suit his style, yeah. and it was working. And our defense was, you know, our defense was okay here and there. You know, like I said, we're a bend, don't break type of defense. Um, but I was impressed on how we were keeping it that close with uh, with the rook, and um, it just wasn't enough, man. Our, our mis- too many mistakes came back and haunted us, and 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 you know they they blew it open in the fourth quarter, you know, um, and it's it's unfortunate, but. Hey, look, but what what frustrates me so much, and this is why, and I'm not just saying it this year because of Cooper Rush, but this is why some teams should pay for a backup quarterback that is Mm -hmm. experienced and and that is not injury prone. Um, I felt like the Dolphins had this team, which they still do, um, but they, they knew Tua is injury prone. They should have stick with either Brissett or somebody else and go get somebody that. Fuck no. Eight, so, but Teddy Bridgewater to me is more is is injury prone. Like, why even take that chance and go See, get Teddy Bridgewater? Like, I would have, I would have, I would like, I would have liked the Garoppolo for you guys. But yeah, but that's too much money. We weren't going to spend that kind of money on Garoppolo. And besides, you bring in Garoppolo, boom, quarterback controversy right right from the beginning. What I would have loved was to keep Fitzpatrick, you know, I wouldn't, you know, but he wanted to start. He wanted to play, you know, and then he retired, but, you know, he would have been perfect for us, but Teddy Bridgewater was the best option. I think he's still one of the best backup quarterbacks in the game. I don't think he's that injury prone outside of his knee injury. I don't think he's that injury prone. And number two, that was a bullshit ass concussion protocol type of injury that happened on Sunday. I don't think he's injury prone. I think he was great. He was a great pickup, and he's absolutely worth the six point five million dollars that we paid. Um, it just—it's unfortunate, bro. It's unfortunate. It just didn't go our way on Sunday, and I hate, 
I hate losing <laughs> to the Jets. I'll oh. lose to the Bills. You know how great they are. I'm, yeah. I'm used to losing to the Patriots here and there, even though we have they we haven't lost to them in a couple years. But the yeah. Jets, I mean, is it stings more than anything. Just just imagine, just Im- I know I can sense your frustration with the Jets. You know, John Burrow, you guys going back and forth and stuff, stuff like that. You know, um, that's just I don't know who would I hate to lose to more, the Giants or the Eagles or the Redskins. Shit. I mean, damn, that's that's I don't know. I, I think the Eagles because Eagles fans are are probably one of the the worst fans out there. I'm not um, e- even even though I would love to go to Eagles game, but it's it's uh, it's they're, they're probably one of the worst fans out there. But um, like so, yeah. I mean, what, look, look, uh, the Jets aren't that good and haven't been good for many years. Yeah, and Buffalo just got good a couple years ago. Before that, they were straight ass. So I yeah. like to tell their Twitter followers. Um, New England, you know, they've been good for so many years. You don't mind losing to them. You're kind of used to it after a while. Yeah. But yeah. the Jets, I mean, I hate them the most. I hate the Jets the most just because of – I can't even tell you, man. It's just they're, they're so obnoxious, and I just can't stand them. So, like, my, my question to you, and, and to wrap it up on the Dolphins, is if Tua is not ready to go next week, um, who do you rather have in there? Teddy B.? Teddy B. Or Skylar Thompson. It's not even a question, bro. Skylar Thompson has massive potential. He's not ready. He is not ready. Teddy Bridgewater has years of experience. He's used to the speed of the game. He knows how to read defenses. Yeah. Skylar's not there yet. Skylar has potential. Did you watch the game? Did you watch any of the clips? No, I, I watched the game. Yeah. Did you see, did you see how the ball was coming out? I know that yeah. he had a lot of tip balls. And for, you know, for a guy that's pretty tall, it's kind of unusual. But man, those those he had no zip on his throws. Like there were a yeah. lot of wobbly throws out there. It looked like I was out there. And, and didn't Armstead get uh, injured? Correct. I think he got injured. Yeah, Armstead. He's injured with the toe injury. He played through the last couple games. Um, it, it sounds pretty serious now, so he he may miss some games. So I'm not one for excuses, bro. But we are missing our left tackle, right tackle, both of our starting corners. Which I think the guys who played for him yesterday kind of held their own. Um, oh wait, wait, hey, more... but, the, but the Bills have excuses. They said that you you guys only beat a third string squad, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, they had they had their quarterback, their number one wide receiver, and they had yeah. every, almost everybody. Yeah, but they, but they but, want uh, to sit there and, t- and tell us that we beat a bunch of practice squad players. Um, yeah, and I'm still going. <laughs> they're, they're so petty, bro. The Dolphins live in Bills fans' heads rent free. Yeah. After we lost, you should have seen my mentions. I had guys that came back to like a certain <laughs> comment to be like, hey, what happened? Like, yo, like, really? Um, but either way. Um, uh, so, yeah, we got injuries. We're dealing with injuries, but that's a part of the game. You know, number it started with yeah. Tua and then it just trickled down. Um, Teddy Bridgewater should be ready for Sunday. Um, we're playing the Vikings at home. I think it's a winnable game for us. Um and we'll see, man. What, I think he. What about defensive wise? I feel like how many people are out because you know Xavier Howard didn't play. Um, you know, do you guys? I haven't seen Byron Jones at all this year. I don't know Byron when Jones had. Byron Jones got surgery on his Achilles in the summer. Oh, so he ain't gonna so be he, ready he, for a while. He initially he was only out for four games. Uh, okay. He was um, he was supposed to be activated after four games, but they haven't even put him in the twenty-one uh, day practice uh window window okay so god lord knows when he's gonna come back um cater Kohu, the undrafted rookie has looked amazing in his place 
But now Xavier, Xavier Howard, I mean, he misses always every year, about two, three games a year. Um, so mm-hmm. we don't know if he's going to play. And if he does not play this Sunday, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Justin Jefferson what, what, is uh, going to eat. But what happened to Xavier Howard of like, what was it, two or three years ago with all these interceptions and stuff like that? You know, I think we we spoke about it. He was still really good last year. He was still really good last year. He just wasn't getting as many interceptions. Yeah. Um, He's just, man, he's getting older, man. You know, corners don't have a, you know, unless you're Champ Bailey or, you know, I I forgot who who else was. Deion Sanders. um, Patrick Peterson is still doing it. You know, maybe not at the level he was doing it back in the day, but. Definitely not at the level. (laughs) But. You know, he's slow. You can tell he's slowing down a little bit. Um, yeah. And he's still elite. He's still an elite corner. Um, he's just uh, injury prone. And he always has been, you know. He's only played, I think, one or two full seasons, uh, 16 game seasons, or oh. now 17 game. But, um, but yeah, so we got injuries, man. We got the two corners. Uh, our D line is fully healthy for right now. Um, yeah. O line is struggling a little bit now with our tackles out. Obviously, our tool is out, and we don't know how long he's going to be out for. We're we're hoping he'll be back for the Pittsburgh game, which is the game after Minnesota, which it'll be uh, it'll be a Sunday night game. Looking forward but to that. You know what? You know what? Is I I I feel that they need to go to Waddle a little bit more too. Um, oh yeah, they, absolutely. They barely went to him. I have him on a fantasy. It's you know he was killing the first. I have, him, I have him in my other league too. <laughs> and I'm you know, like, let me tell you, man, it's. <laughs> It's unfortunate, man. I can't tell you how much this hurts because, you know, if you watch those three, those first three games, Miami was on a roll offensively. We were on a roll. We were, you know, it was high-powered offense. We were uh, one of the top offenses in the league, and Waddle and Hill, both of them were eating. You know, both of them were in the top five. I think Hill was number one. Waddle was like three or four in receiving yardage. So Tua was distributing the ball equally to those two monsters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just sucks that, you know, once Tua got out, you know, th- those guys aren't producing like they were. So um, we're hoping that I-, I really do hope everyone appreciates Tua <laughs> more oh, now after seeing what we saw this past Sunday. But I know if Teddy's healthy enough, and I think he will be uh, this Sunday, I think he'll make it a game and we have a chance to win on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I still have faith in the Dolphins. It's just a rough two-game uh, uh, streak right here, that losing streak. But, uh, you know, quick uh, shout-out to the people that are watching us live. If you want to hit hit up the comment section, please hit up the comment section. It will be uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, if, you know, if it's an appropriate comment, we'll we'll show it on on, on, uh, on the screen. But uh, let's, uh, let's transition to the NBA since the NBA is upon us. Before we before we talk about the Heat or the Lakers, go go ahead. Have you seen Have you seen the Redeem Team documentary on Netflix yet? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I know it's a must watch. You have seen it. I saw it last night. It is amazing. Me being a Kobe fan, I loved it because he plays a huge role in that documentary. But man, that shit gets you hyped up because it takes you back to a time where you know Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Kobe, they were at the prime of their careers and how they, you know, they turned. It's cool because I do remember vividly 2004 watching those Olympics, you know, Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, and the young LeBron, young Wade, all those rookies um, getting, you know, destroyed by Puerto Rico and Argentina and being embarrassed. You know, you were used to, you know, USA dominating as always. And, you know, 
these guys coming back four years later, not allowing that to happen. So it just shows the buildup, you know, not yeah. they go from 2004 and then they, you know, they build it up from there. How much is actually, uh got the, uh, got the job and went from there, but man, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go check it out. I've been like, I saw the trailer to it and I am not going to lie. That thing got me hyped because I'm like, Ooh, where's my USA shirt? Like, yeah, USA, USA. <laughs> but bro, uh, let me tell you, man, it's it, it. The hype is real, and it's it's. Just watch it. Okay, I, I will, I will, and that's on Netflix. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it when my daughter is not. The next, uh, the next one on my list is the uh, the N one documentary. I heard that one's pretty good too. Okay, wait, I got I got you know check it out on Netflix too. I'm, I'm always busy. It's not working overnight. I'm just busy with the daughter. I gotta, gotta, gotta put in some time in there to watch this movie. And every time I start watching a movie, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out in like ten minutes. Yeah, so I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but let's uh, let's talk about the Heat and the Lakers. Me being a Heat fan, you being a Lakers fan. Preseason upon us. Now with the Lakers, uh, some offseason moves and some moves that weren't done as. Some Laker fans wanted Russell Wells, Russell Westbrook out. Um, Westbrook, do you no, Westbrook, man. Yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. <laughs> see, because some, you know, you see it so many times that like them making fun of it, and you're like Westbrook. But Somebody okay, yes, said Westbrook. Westbrook on ESPN, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> Johnson or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, you got to watch. Uh, I think it's it's on uh, Instagram where they're saying uh, DeAndre Jordan. They're calling him out today on preseason, but they said. Now uh, coming to the court, DeAndre Ayton, Ayton, and then he goes, oh, the commentator's like, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> but um, do, you think the, do you think the Lakers done enough to compete for an, uh, a championship? Uh, because yeah. with <laughs> – Bro, have you seen the Warriors? Yeah. We ain't competing with them, boy. We have to hope that Steph Curry tears both of his ACLs uh, for us to even whoa. have a chance. Those guys are young. <laughs> And we're too old, man. I mean, AD and LeBron, you're always going to have a chance. You're always yeah. going to have a puncher's chance, you know, but you just don't have enough. I, I don't understand. I love the Pat Beverly move. Love mm -hmm. it. You know, it reminds me of when we got Rondo that year we won the championship, but maybe even better. Yeah. You know, I don't understand why you've been back Dennis Schroeder. That I don't. Oof. It doesn't make sense to me because you have Westbrook at the one. Yeah. And you bring in Schroeder, that tells me that they're probably looking to move Westbrook. Okay. And and you keep Beverly and 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 Schroeder, but that move didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, it is what it is. We added some, you know, some size. We got Lonnie Walker. Uh, we got this other dude. Um, forgot his name. We got him from the Wizards, but he looks really solid at the center position. Um and yeah, and, and, and I like what we have on the bench. It's you know, it's not it's nothing special, but I think it's enough to get us there. Granted, if if AD can stay healthy, if LeBron mm -hmm. can stay healthy and have the season he had last year, which I think was MVP worthy, you know, at his age, especially at his age, and Westbrook can buy in to to Coach Ham's vision and his philosophy, then we're good. Then we're yeah. good, and I think we'll be we'll, we'll be able to compete. It won't be you know an embarrassment, but you're asking a lot, man, because. There's a lot of teams that got really good in the West. You know, you still got Phoenix. You still got, um, obviously, the reigning champs, Golden State. Um, it's going to uh, – what do you mean the Lakers don't have enough? Bron Davis and Westbrook. Excuses. Oh, it's Jerome. <laughs> it's my dog, Jerome. Yeah. What is it, Jerome? How you doing, boy? Hey, uh, hey look, 
I, I, it's, it's kind of hard, bro, because it's, it's kind of a different Laker team from years past where it's like not all those dogs and, and big name people that you hear. Um, I saw what, uh, what's this guy, former heat, uh, point guard that you guys have, uh, the lefty. Oh, uh, 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 uh. None, Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. I saw him on the team. I was I like, "Damn, he's on the team." Yeah, he, so, no, uh, he didn't play for us last year. He was hurt the entire year. No, oh, but he's on the team, and I, I just feel like it's not one of those teams. Like, I felt like when you guys went into rotation, it was like always still like somebody that could start for another uh, for another team. With the you know with the Heat, I love what they what they did this offseason. Even though PJ Tucker, it's kind of a hard like it's a hard hit loss. Yes, I love P.J. Tucker, but P.J. Tucker is getting up there in age. And what I mean getting up there, I, I believe he's 37, 38, around there. Um, I think he's trying to compete with LeBron and 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 trying to see who, who retires first. but Or, or not even uh, Tom Brady. He wants to get in the 40. Um, but I, I do love that they believe in Caleb Martin. Um, you know, with this team, I don't think that it was not the – for the Miami Heat, it was not the big splash. Uh, pickups. They just resign people. And look, I'm not hey, going to back you down as That's another one. That's like forty something. But he's taking up a roster spot. And I feel. I, re- I remember. I, I, I remember doing free people, agency. Though. I remember doing free agency. I was in my car and I was listening to satellite radio, and they're like, "Hey, we finally got breaking news on the Miami Heat." I'm like, "Oh shit, they got somebody." You know, Donovan Mitchell, never. The Miami Heat have re-signed Udonis Haslam, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, but, you know, they got uh, they got Yurtsevin, you know, while well, they re-signed him. Which I think, uh, I think Jovic, they, should, Nikola, they should play him more. Nick, Nikola, well, Nikola Jovic, um, this kid is 19 years old. He's yeah. basically getting his GED right now <laughs> while on the Heat. Uh, but I just feel like our young people, and then this guy came that came out of nowhere. It, this guy can hoop. I'm not gonna lie. He's, I think he scored like 15 today on uh, on a preseason game. But this kid can hoop. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jovic 15 and Kane 15, with, and he played 30 minutes. So um, the one the one person I want to see uh, this year is Victor Oladipo. Like I think we had a, a little bit of taste of him last year. Um, but he wasn't all there. And it's always, I always say this with ACL injuries, with knee injuries, with any, any type of injury on the lower body. It's always, you have to, you know, that first year is just recovering, basically finding out what you're good at and so on and so forth. But the second year is where you, you, you get your money's worth. And that's where the team gets his money worth. And I feel like this year, Victor Oladipo, I don't know who's going to start. If they're going to put Victor Oladipo in there, if he's going to be a six man, if Tyler uh, Tyler Hero is going to be in there, uh, but I I feel like you know with uh, with this team, this team is going to be running. That's why I don't I like Yurk, but I don't see him playing a, right aside with Bam because if you saw that first preseason game, Kyle Lowry is trying to push the ball, and you can't push the ball with those two big guys. <laughs> you know, you need some, you need some wing players. You need some fast people out there. And I think you put Sam so, at the five and Caleb Martin, mm-hmm. uh, and some, you know, go small. Yes, that that uh, lineup will probably benefit us when we play Milwaukee and all these big teams. But nah. That, so what's that, your starting five right now? You would say. Let's see. Okay, so we're gonna go. 
All right, this is just me. Okay, I would go um, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, Max Struess, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo. Damn, you still bringing Hero off the bench? You paying him all that money? Hey, he's not going to start this year. He's like a Ginobili. Like, why can't you just look at the Ginobili role, bro? Like, that's Ginobili just me. wasn't making two hundred million dollars, bro. <laughs> but they, look, but the the thing is, Tyler Hero has not shown me on defense that he can be that dude on defense. Yeah. With the with the lineup that I just threw out there now, that's all defense and shooting. So, and you're you're bringing Duncan Robinson off the bench, Caleb Martin off the bench. Now I know they're they're gonna tinkle with it, you know, here and there. Um, I do think Caleb should be uh, starting. Probably see how he does, you know, because he was. His shooting wasn't as in par last year, but they said that he's gotten better with the shooting. So we'll see, man. But it's it's I I do think that the Heat team um, could be it's a top three, top four team uh, again this year, and I, and I think they're going to be vying for the East that. Got really uh, good man. East yeah, got the East the East got really good. You got you got uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Seventy Sixers, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn. Um, who else? I know I'm yeah, even Cleveland. Cleveland might be a little, you know, they got Donovan Mitchell now. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Atlanta Hawks are always going to be in the mix. And there's one more team, and I can't, I know it's missing me. Boston? But, uh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah. Boston. But now they don't have a coach and stuff like that. Um, and look, even, you know, the somewhat Knicks got better over the, over yeah. the, this past season. So speaking of um, Boston, real quick, like, what, what's your take on that whole situation? They, they, a lot of details haven't come out, but I'm thinking he must have banged the owner's wife or something, right? Because Matt Barnes, <laughs> Matt Barnes said, "Hey, when the details come out, he may not ever coach again." I Bro, heard he, look, he was banging like like Brad Stevens' assistant, but all right, like the chick was married, whatever. I get it, but but that's just like to- the that's just like the Draymond Green uh, uh, scenario. Like Draymond Green is stepping away, and now people are thinking that this is this is a bad look. You know, so I heard some ridiculous thing that you know it's almost like a Ray Rice incident. The video came out; it might be just as bad. You know, Draymond Green might get suspended. You know, for uh, a certain amount. I don't think so. And what what pisses me off the most it was whoever leaked that video. Like Golden State needs to fire all the video coordinators. Okay, and and it's re like rehire a bunch of people because you know that video coordinator got paid good on that video to oh, leak yeah. that out. Um, yeah. and with the Draymond Green incident, bro, hey, I know that there's fights, but damn, boy, you hit that guy good. You hit Jordan Poole good, boy, and and that he, I don't know if you've seen the the movie with Adam Sandler, and I forgot what the movie called right now, the new one where it's like um. Uh, the guy's going, trying to get drafted. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just, it just slipped the my mind. The 76ers? Yeah, yeah. So, but Anthony, Anthony Edwards is in that movie, and he plays the bully role, you know. And I, I just feel like everybody's going to do that to Jordan Poole. Every time he comes in, they're like, bro, you ain't about that life. We've we seen that video. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that video. You ain't about get that life, boy. Here, <laughs> yeah, you can score on one. I'll knock your ass out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I can't I can't be I, I wouldn't be able to be 
on a team with with a guy like that. If he, if he clean punch me like that, like we can't be friends anymore, bro. And, and the video just we can't be replaying, replaying, replaying. Like, do you would you have would you have a a different take if the video wasn't out there? Yeah, because you leave it up to 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 your imagination. You know, like oh, you know, maybe he didn't hit him that hard. Maybe he kind of just like just snuffed him. But, but you know, if, if you're a Jordan, it. if you're a Jordan Poole, like you you're Jordan Poole, you just got punched in the face. You can, you can, it, it's tough. It, 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 I will admit it'll be tough, but now that the video's out there, you, it's, it's more embarrassing, embarrassing, bro. It's, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing. You put it out there, now you look like a, you look like a punk. <laughs> I get it. It's stream on green pool. You're not that big, but, and I, and pool did push the guy, you know what I'm saying? But that didn't warrant for green to go ahead and, 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 and punch him like that and grab him. And, you know what I'm saying? Like that was crazy. And- and Steve Kerr and, and a duff, uh, different other uh, NBA former NBA players said they they seen worse fights than this. But the thing is, it's possible, yeah, it's because the video was out, and now yeah, it's just bro, more Kobe, Kobe used to go off on everybody. Kobe, oh, yeah, Kobe yeah, ain't have no friends because of that. You know, Kobe yeah. used to call him fucking soft like Charmin. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, These are soft like Charmin. The, you know, I, like, I remember that that one with Kobe, and it was like a uh, a European guy, and he was just talking the shit at uh, shit talking him the whole time, saying you can't cover me, you know, get out of here. Oh, like Sasha Vujicic. There you go. There yeah, you go. Helped him in the chest. Yeah. He was like you know, like yeah. like you ain't shit. Motherfucker, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. He always used to go out. You know, Kobe was yeah. just different, man. Yeah, but you know, um, you'll see in the in the in the, in the documentary how things shifted once Kobe got there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's one part, and I'm not going to spoil everything for it. There's one part where all these guys went out to a nightclub because they're in Vegas. And mm-hmm. this was the year before the Olympics. It was the FIBA, like, World Championship or something like that. They had to qualify to get into the Olympics the following year. So that was Kobe's first summer camp with them. They all went out to a nightclub. They all got back to the hotel, like, at 5 in the morning. And who do they see in the lobby? In his sweatsuit? In his sweatsuit? Uh, Kobe. And then what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I, I just, you know, I just finished worm workout. I'm going to another one, you know? Yeah. And they're like, even LeBron and Wade were like, yo, this motherfucker is like the best in the world. Like we got to be like him. And that's yeah, how yeah. It, everyone started doing it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Kobe was just a different beast, man. Yeah. yeah. Like but, it got super um, intense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. I'll probably uh, tonight. We'll see. Cause I'm probably not going to be able to go to sleep uh, anytime soon, but uh, after editing everything, uh, I'll probably see if I can check that out. But um, yeah, man. Hey, look, first uh, first live stream on YouTube on Twitch. Um, tell me what you guys think about it. This uh, is going to be on uh, Apple Spot, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. So if you want to check it out, anything that you miss, check it out on, on there. Thank you, uh, Mister Jerome, for uh, tuning in. Our, our uh, one comment. Look like he's <laughs> our one comment of the day. Now go back to work. I know you're. Uh, I know it's uh, not a busy Monday, but. Go back to work and and don't don't be riding up my peoples. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode, guys. Thank you, guys.